there, and welcome to here's Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that will try to guide you through a movie. Each and every month, there's a theme, and as it's February, I'm doing Witchy Woman, aka Fierce Females in February 2. Tonight, I'm looking at a movie I've been putting off since 2019. So I finally managed to drag myself to do this piece of shit, and here we have it. So, tonight I'm looking at the Blair Witch Project. And before you ask, nope, I'm not doing the sequels, and nope, I haven't read any of the books, played any of the games, and I haven't been on the website, and I didn't watch that shitty fucking sci-fi special back in 1999 about how this is so real, and blah 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 blah. Crap! I'm concentrating on this piece of shit movie. Fuck all the exterior shit you have to do, and all the extra baggage, and all that crap, and doing the bloody well movie. Now... I first saw this back in 1999 at an all-night sneak preview. Me doing all-nighters, shocker! With this, also they tied Sixth Sense to this, and they had another three movies, and it was a mm, okay night, but I thought Success was the best movie of the fucking night. This was the rank bottom, because it was shit! I mean, I found this thing beyond annoying, stupid, and way over-fucking-hyped. So when months later I heard the hype had hit Britain, I was blown away by how people loved this movie. Most people thought this was real. Some people ran out of the cinema, afraid, screaming fucking terror. And some people threw up due to the shaky calmness of it all. But this is utter PR shit, because this movie is beyond god-fucking-awful. This is slow, boring, dumb, and I hate everyone in this godforsaking fucking quote-unquote movie. So, pitch your tent, because I'm going on hunt for this bitchy Blair Witch. With its $60,000 budget, this thing pulled in $248.6 million. I personally give a rat's arse much money and how it changed the landscape of cinema. But a bad movie is a bad movie. Also, for this thing claiming to be the first found footage movie, I fucking hate that term, but I can't stand found footage horrors. They are so fucking lazy. All about jump scares and what's that in the dark? Oh, there's nothing in the dark. Oh, I'm terrified. Oh, look at me. Boring. It is wrong, by the way. The first found footage movie is The Last Broadcast from 1998. I think it was 1978. Or, even better, before that, long before that, was The Cannibal Holocaust. But since that's fine footage, half fine footage, half documentary, that may not count. But that was 1979, I think, 1970 or 79. So, hmm. What this did was it popularised the term found footage and coined that term found footage. But fuck off, this movie's awful. The cast, Heather Donoghue, Joshua Leonard and Michael Williamson. The plot, three 20-something filmmakers get lost in the woods filming a documentary on supposed Burr Witch. The end. Yeah, that's about it. Three obnoxious 20-somethings get lost in the woods. Quote-unquote, years later, this quote footage was found. Yawn! I can't stand the pretentious hype of this piece of shit movie. Let's just go on with this thing. And by the way, if you believe that this was a real snuff movie, then more for you. And I have a bridge in London. It'd be interesting. I'm selling. Get, contact me if you want to buy this thing. Right off the bat, to prove this wasn't a real fucking footage, or real film rather, we see Artisan Film logo, and then Hexon Films. And note, Artisan paid an unheard of at the time $1.1 million for this fucking essential 
film school movie, or sorry, in essence, film school movie. After a bidding war erupted at Cannes Film Festival. Why? I mean, also, this thing was two and a half hours long. I can't imagine what the fuck this thing was cut into, because, could you imagine two and a half hours of three boring accidents wandering around a bus for two and a half? Fuck off of that shite. Also, Hexen Films is the production company of both writers and directors. They took the name from a 1922 movie on Witches. I'm guessing watch it if you want to. Who cares? Probably better than this piece of shit. Anyway, up pops the shaky title, and then a blurb that three film students disappeared in the woods of Burkittsville in October 1994. One year later, this footage was found. Arandandi! You know, it's like, fuck off, you pretentious piece of shit. Next, we meet said film students, Hera, played by Hera Donoghue, who got so much backlash from this movie not being real, she barely worked again. In fact, her mother got sympathy cards in the mail. What the fuck, America? I mean... And then we have Josh, played by Joshua Leonard, who actually has a career and went on to work in such movies as Hatchet, Shark Knight, and The Town That Dreaded Sundown, the remake that is. And finally we have Mike, played by Michael Williams, who, much like Heather, barely worked again and was in the director's follow-up movie to this, Altered, which apparently is pretty much the same fucking movie, but Aliens, I think. I have no idea and I don't give a fuck, frankly. So yeah, this movie may have made more money than God, however, it has fucked up the actors. I mean, it may have changed the landscape of films for years to come and knocked Halloween off its perch as the most successful low-budget movie ever, but I don't think it helped actors much at all, or indeed directors and directors. One clung onto the name Blair Witch for Dear Bloody Well Life, writing the god-awful Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2, and the equally awful Blair Witch. The other made Altered, Lovely Molly, and worked on VHS 2, so that'll be that one. Who made it big off this movie? The Studios! Because found footage movie can make... Made for pennies, but it can make millions! Cheap, tacky, crappy, quote, horror. Only scary to 15-year-olds. Anyway, back to this. Straight off the bat, I don't like these three at all. Heather is a bossy little bitch, not all. Mike is a complete, utter fucking doormat of a twat, and Josh is a complete arsewipe straight off the bat. Heather shows the camera her research, aka one book on how to survive in the woods, one on the Coffin Rock incident, and one on all weather survival. So yeah, you know she's full research on this, she read one fucking book. My lord. Josh then pulls up in his car with a quote-unquote borrowed camera from college and this thing, I don't know what the hell the thing is called, but I didn't go to film school, but this is a real-to-real fucking camera. This thing looks heavy and a nightmare to carry and or reload. Also, you're going to tell me you're going to walk around in the woods with this heavy-ass camera? Really, movie? I mean... Jesus, jinkies, who the fuck wrote this crap? I thought it was a good idea, I mean... Heather, on the other hand, has a small camcorder, because of course she does. Which, after the shoot, was taken back to the store it was bought from and got a full refund, you cheap bastards. I also believe they sold Josh's camera on eBay. I mean, I could be wrong about that one, but that's what I've read online, so there'll be that one. I mean, yeah, everything online is true, so why not? I mean, hmm. After picking up Mike from his mother's, 
they go shopping for food. What do they buy? Well, graham crackers and marshmallows, because of course they are. There's no real fucking food. All do is laden up their fucking backpacks with marshmallows, graham crackers and bloody... I think it's uh, Twinkies and cigarettes, because of course you need fags when you're going to go a bloody fucking camping for a weekend. God almighty. Frankly, I don't give a fuck, and I should be cut, because cut to the fucking chase! Anyway, cut to footage of Heather interviewing the townsfolk on the Blair Witch, and note, some of these were friends and family members of the crew, however, there is a few actual real people in this piece of shit. Q. Heather introducing the documentary, showing Burkittsville town sign, which has been stolen a dozen times by fans and no longer exists, I don't think. I think they actually changed it to a, a metal sign from a wooden sign. And note, Heather Donahue herself wrote this intro. Yay. Also, the whole I'm sorry speech was done by her also. She explains the legend of the town about Ellie Ketworth, a.k.a. the Blair Witch, that in the 1940s, dozens of children were killed, yet no one in town knows slash wants to talk about it. With the intro shot... It's on to the hotel to party, and note, Heather took a large penrith with her because she thought this was a snuff movie. I mean, hmm, more footage of the town folk filling in the legend of the town, that in the winter of 1940, kids weren't missing. They were blamed on a hermit for these killings, and note, the blonde with sunglasses and the kid wasn't told what to say. She just went on and on and on and on about the stuff. She's a complete nut job. And this story made up for her on the spot. Everything she said was a lie. Some jock bro tells the story of how the hermit would kill kids in pairs. With one standing in the corner facing the wall and the other being killed from behind. A fisherman then sends him to the local crazy lady, Mary Brown, played by Patricia Decoux. She was a plant and her story was told to her by the directors. She tells them when she was little, she was fishing with her dad. One day she saw the Blair Witch as a woman headed to in horse fur. I love the fact she's carrying a Bible and rosary beads and her eating this up with a fucking spoon, believing every single word of this piece of shit. I mean, honest to God, you can probably smell the cat piss off her and the crazy from her, what, 20 miles away, but there we have that one. Heather swallows a shit up like a fucking idiot. Cue the start of the infighting between Josh and Heather, as in the car they're fighting over meters versus feet on the film reel. Who gives a fuck, frankly? And note, these two were supposed to be a love interest, but Heather didn't like either of these guys complaining the two of them was gang up with her. So they dropped the whole love angle and had this whole standoff relationship with all three of them. Got to pictures of them in hotel room getting drunk. Why would you get drunk? A. Knowing you had a full day of filming and or hiking. And B. Why the hell would you get drunk with people you barely fucking know? Oh my god, no wonder Heather Donna who took a knife of her. I mean, hmm. Next morning, they're up Britain early to film. Ha! It's be 20 again. If I drank all night, I would need three full days recover and enough drugs to kill a small donkey with. I mean, hmm. Painkillers that is. I mean, Jesus, jinkies. They come across two fishermen uh, who tell the story of Robin Weaver, who was a little girl in the 1800s who wandered off and got lost in the woods. Days later, she was found at her grandmother's porch, ranting about a woman whose feet barely touched the ground, and blah, 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 blah. They go on and on and on about how one time one fisherman saw a 
woman who turned into mist and she's floating above the water, yakety-schmackety, blah, blah, blah. Utter nonsense. Again, Heather eating this up with a bloody spoon. Mid-morning, they start their hike into the woods, only taking one tent. The fuck? There's no food or water, and they have one backpack each. Really, love? I mean, oh my God. Heather leads them to Coffin Rock to tell the story of how five hunters were found bound to each other hand to foot, stripped naked and gutted with weird writings scratched into their bodies. The hunters found them, ran in fear to get the police. As hours later returned, the bodies were gone, but the place reeked of death, apparently, and had crows everywhere eating up the leftovers. What a load of old shit. Every town in America has a ghost story, legend, myth, or a story of things that go bump in a night, if not the entire world. Hell, I could rattle off some ghosties from Glasgow that would turn your hair white, curl your toes, but I wouldn't, and I won't right now. In fact, hold on a second here. Go check out my Halloween special for my second podcast to get to... Yeah, again. So it's Talk Movies. It's on Anchor, by the way, so check that one out. They're all quote-unquote real stories I was told growing up. I mean, ugh. And I love the fact that Heather is full-on balls to the wall, believes these stories. She's a fucking idiot, frankly. I mean, that night, well, after I think it is, they struggled to put up with the one tent they have. Now, I thought they had... A tent each, but I guess not. I mean, mm. next morning, Josh is complaining to Heather about the strange noises they heard all around the woods. Uh, it's the woods. It has animals. They are nocturnal night hunters. Hello. It's the fucking woods that are alive at night. What were you expecting? Dead silence? For fuck's sake. It would be more creepier, frankly. Cue yet more infighting as they wake up to find... All their clothes are hung up around trees. Also, Heather admitting that she got them lost in the woods that afternoon, or the previous day, rather. Who cares, frankly? I mean, also, if I was to wake up in the morning and find all my stuff screwed around the, the, the woods and the trees, I'd get the fuck out of there, hightail back to civilization. Fuck this boy wish and fuck this documentary and fuck this crazy bitch. I mean, more footage of them bickering about walking in the cold, wet woods. Yawn. Yet more infighting. Heather is lost, but she simply refuses to admit she's lost because she's too proud. By the way, shouldn't they have, oh, I don't know, hired a local hunter and or guide to guide them through the fucking woods? Then this wouldn't have bloody well happened. Why are they listening to this bossy 21-year-old who read one book on how to hike and survive in the woods? I mean, honest to God, she I think she's fucking bear-cunting growls. Oh my God. Wait. None of them can read a bloody map or has a compass. These people deserve to be fucking lost in the bloody woods. Anyway, crossing a log bridge, Josh drops the camera in the water, which is why it only shows camcorder footage until the fucking camera was dried out two days later. Oh my god, this, this movie is just dire. Later that day or night, Heather finds a pile of rocks. Then spouts on and on and on about how this is a witchcraft sign and it's evil and blah blah blah. Yakety freaking well spackety. And note, these three actors thought all of this shit was real. The rock piles, the people, the stick men, everything. And they were pissed out to find out, pissed off rather, to find out this shit was faked. Honestly, God love, you're a fucking idiot. You think this shit's real, I mean. So later that night, Heather and the boys filmed the rock piles. She just drags them out in the middle of nowhere and pissing fucking cold, freezing cold in the pitch dark to film shit. I mean, 
Josh knocks one over as Heather goes apeshit again. Yawn. Much, much later that night, Heather hears tapping from the trees and snapping twigs. Again, you're in the fucking middle of the woods, love. It's alive. Note, this was shot in eight days. Every single day, the cast would be given food, water and a script page. Each day, less less food was given and more and more infecting roads caused by this. Also, they were given a trail to follow and told not to wander off the trail. Also, when the cast was asleep, the writers and directors would snap twigs and play recording of children laughing, giggling and playing and yada yada, yada to unnerve them. Apparently it worked. I mean, oh, pranky shit. Aurora snapped over this and kicked her skinny fucking asses, the bunch of wanksteins. Also, why didn't the cast sue the directors or writers? This movie ruined their lives. Mike is now a landscape gardener, which is no shade on that one, but there we have that one. And Heather can't get fucking hired for love nor money. I would have sued the pants off these cunts they fucked up my careers. Yet more in bickering as Mike and, and Heather, she's on his back because she thinks he's terrified of the sounds. He says, yes, he is terrified. He's, you want to fucking deal with this shit. Plus, he can't hear nothing, so, hmm. Look, just die already. I don't give a fucking heavy arse ass about this. These three, you know, I don't give a fuck about this movie. Just grab it. Next day, it's raining hard. Heather won't shut the fuck up about the shit she had all that night. Hello, love. It's the fucking woods. There's animals. Deal with it. She is a fucking idiot moron. She thinks she read one book on how to survive. She's bare fucking girls. I said earlier, she's bare fucking girls. Oh, my God. I would have slapped the shit out of this woman. I mean, I would have slapped her fucking good looking, frankly. I mean... Honest to God, shut up, you whiny little fuck. Pick up your tent and head back to the fucking car and drive back to civilization, you stupid little bitch. Fuck this documentary. More and more footage of them lost in the woods, trying to find a car, and yet more fucking bickering. Heather still refuses to admit that they're lost. It's now dark, and the boys are not pleased. They're cold, hungry, and wet. Plus, they've been lost in the woods for two days now. Much, much later that night, Heather is awakened again by hearing something stalking them from the woods. Ooh, what can it be? Ooh, spooky. And note, this chick must have super hearing because I can't hear shit. Even with headphones on, I can't hear shit. I swear to God, she's like a vet fielding from Most Haunted. Google it, folks. She has super bad hearing. I can hear a flea fart. Wait. That's a ghost. No, it's not a love. Shut the fuck up. So fucking try to bullshit us. I mean, hmm. Heather is the fucking same. So Paranoia hits Heather and fear spreads as the boys start to hear the snapping and bangs and twists from the woods. Ooh, spooky. Next morning, they wake up to see, yep, more rock piles outside the tents. And and Dundee, it's the bird witch. Oh my lord. It's terrifying. No, it's your arsehole writer and director who done that shit. You yet more infighting. Who the fuck cares? Get on with a bloody thing. Cut to later in the morning. Heather has lost the map. She blames either Josh or Mike for taking it, and both say no, they haven't. Huge fight time again. Who the fuck cares? Just die already. These are the most unlikable, pretentious people on film I've ever seen. I swear to fuck, this movie is annoying as shit. Much later that night, Heather wakes up. Again, to hear... I don't know what fuck she hears, because who gives a fuck? I mean, hmm. Q 
execute all three, panic running into the dark, and hear her screaming, what the fuck was that? And note, Mike was supposed to turn the camera, but in the panic he missed a woman dressed in a watch outfit. Ooh, spooky. Hours later, they return to the campsite, finding it trashed, and Josh's pack is a missing, I think it is. And note, the quote-unquote slime found on the clothes was KY gel. In fainting, as Mike slaps the camera out of Hera's hand, so she bites him. What the fuck, love? Josh then loses it. Tell Mike tells Heather to leave him alone. Heather wants to film everything because, of course, she thinks she's a fucking Hitchcock. I mean, she can't put the fucking camera away from her face for ten seconds. Mike then cracks up. When hours later they cross the same log bridge they crossed the previous morning. As they're going in circles, Heather is still in denial. She says, you can't get lost in America because there's too much natural stuff is being lost. Bullshit, love, you can't get lost in America. She then just loses it and cries because, of course you are, because you're the victim, love. Hours later, Heather picks a fight over the lost map, complaining her feet are cold and wet due to crossing a stream. Hours later, Mike admits he kicked them up into the creek, because he thought it was completely fucking useless and is lost because of this stupid map and Heather can't read for shit and if you read it so what the hell. Crew screeching from Heather and Josh puffing up into fight Mike and who gives a fuck frankly I don't give a rat's arse. Hours later Josh and Mike aren't talking to each other and Heather blames Mike for being lost in the woods. Mike blames her because she's full of shit. Josh is annoyed she won't admit that they are lost days earlier. I mean... Hours later, and I'm getting sick of tired of saying hours later, Mike stumbles across a stick man, including a giant one made out of moss, which writers call Chewy, because hilarious, right? And boom, a horror icon is born, question mark. By the way, the shots go from daylight to pitch dark to broad daylight to dark again. Well done, the editor there. Mike then... Snaps, screaming, help, into the woods, into the uncaring dark woods. Josh then just shouts and shut the fuck up. Heather is still, thinks she knows it all and she's filming everything and blah, 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 blah. That, uh, that night, they set up camp on the exact spot they were two days ago. After more infighting, they have no choice but set up camp. Next morning, Josh goes missing. Heather finally cracks and then Mike does... Meh. Hours later, they set up camp yet again. That night, Hedda thinks she hears Josh screaming for help and goes out to see what the hell is. Cue Mike and her screaming into the cold darkness for Josh. Then something screams back at them. Someone slash thing screams back at them. In the morning, Heather finds a twig little thing tied together with Josh's hair and deed inside his teeth and all this crap. He gives a fuck, frankly. Mike has lost it. He's sitting in the ground, rocking back and forth. So Heather leaves him to open the faggot. That's a small bundle of sticks, by the way. And find inside Josh's tooth and hair and has wrapped up in his... I don't know what the hell he shot he was wearing. He gives a fuck, frankly. She then screams in panic, then cracks up and blah, 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 blah. With that, they pick up and head east. As hours later, now completely lost, Mike loses it again and starts eating leaves, as you do. Later at night, Heather records, I'm sorry, Speed Chad, so fucking sorry, it was my fault, blah, blah, blah. Who gives a fuck, love? I mean, hmm. 
and this shit has been parodied to death in such movies as Scary Movie and indeed what the hell is it on called uh, Screech it's Friday the 13th or hell that thing's called look it up it's terrible a note as I said earlier Hera Donahue wrote this herself and she thought this thing was in focus she filmed it herself by the way she thought it was in focus but nope it's zoomed into her nose and it's the whole disgusting snot scene and the tears and the blah 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 disgusting frankly Finally, she missed everything as her fault. She wanted to continue even though she was lost. She wanted to go south even though they wanted to go backwards. She wanted everything her way as she's a complete spoiled fucking brat. Toxic femininity at its best. Much later that night, they think they hear screaming for help as if they go hunting. They come across a house. Where the fuck this house was, I have no idea because it wasn't there previously. In Mike goes, and note this house was torn down in 2001 due to fans breaking off chunks of the house. Also, the inside was painted white with the director's kid's handprint dipped in red paint to make it more eerie. Heather falls and quickly loses Mike, then they follow the shouting down to the basement. Heather gives chase, Mike is hit from behind. Heather then screams for him, finding him standing in a corner. She is then hit from behind as the camera drops. And note, this was reshot by the studio for a better ending. Six endings were shot. One with Mike being hung from the neck. One with him being crucified on a giant stickman thing. And another one where he's floating in midair or some shit like that. Another one where he's bizarre. He gives a shit, frankly. Another one with multiple stickmen around him. And they went with this one because this one's the scariest. Anyway, credits finally roll. So... That was the Blair Witch Project. No scares. No terror. Nothing. This should have been called Lost in the Woods, a.k.a. The Toxic Femininity Story. Or Infighting. Dark shots and screeching. Nothing happens. I repeat, nothing happens. I hate this movie with every fibre of my fucking being. Every second of this movie is a complete waste of fucking time. I hate the actors, I hate the acting, I hate the editing. These three were idiots. They should have hired a fucking guide or at the very least got a better map or indeed scouted a fucking place out first, you stupid little bitch. Heather is beyond annoying and I just hate her. Mike is a complete utter idiot and... Josh is a bullying douchebag straight from frame one. I don't give a fuck about these three, frankly. Once again, this proves my point. Just because something made more money than God doesn't make it a good movie, I'm going to sing it a minus five out of ten. Still come back next week as I wrap this thing up with The Craft. Now, don't forget to like, follow, share, and comment, and blah, 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 blah. Follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod. Check out one of my dozens, if not hundreds, of other podcasts. A bye.